As much as I hate saying it, I love social media. If you asked me right now to go to settings and check my most used apps, chances are they'd probably be Snapchat or Instagram, and I know I'm not the only one with these results. When you think about it, it's incredible how despite our teachers' annoying and constant reminders to get off our phones during an eight-hour school day, teens are still able to make up for that time in the few hours we freely spend at home. And of course, I know all students use phones at school no matter what. But the fact that some people are able to achieve a screen time of up to 10 hours on a weekday on a social media app is incredibly unhealthy. You may be wondering, why are you so hung up on the fact that we spend so much time on social media? What effects does it even have? Hi, I'm Naisha Gupta, and in today's podcast, I will be going into more depth of social media and its hidden effects on teens like you and me. I'm going to start with one of the most impactful effects social media plays on teens today, which is it causes a great lack of social skills. And by social skills, I mean anything ranging from um, relationship forming to effectively communicating in a professional manner. So for example, say a Snapchat user who is used to only sending videos and pictures and not really having any face-to-face conversations with anyone goes in to a job interview maybe five to six years in the future. They walk in and they're automatically at a huge disadvantage from everyone else because all their life they've only been focusing on staying in their home, having conversations through a screen, and they're not used to putting themselves out there and actually effectively communicating with someone face-to-face. Here's something else to think about. When you first meet someone, what would you usually say, whether at a school or a meeting or a party or whatever? You would usually say, hi, my name is blank, and you would continue by telling the person about yourself. However, with the increased use of social media, most teenagers find themselves saying, hi, do you have Snap? Do you have Insta? Rather than working on their social skills and improving relationships with other people, teens focus more on the number of followers they have and the number of likes they get. The emphasis the media has on the number of friends or the number of likes brainwashes teens to think that these numbers completely define them. The more friends you have, the more popular you are, which essentially means the more worthy you are of life. The negative effects of this really come through as one begins losing their self-worth. One can see all their friends with maybe 700 followers while they're sitting at 500 and suddenly they begin to view themselves as not worthy of anything. This constant need for affirmation is proven by a UCLA brain mapping study which took a group of teenagers and showed them a various number of photos with varying likes on them. These teens were hooked onto a machine which tracked their brain patterns and researchers were able to see that teens would become more interested and happier when their own posts had more likes. But this exact feeling would quickly decrease the second they found out that one of their other friends had a similar post but with more likes. This just proves how teens let social media apps completely take advantage of their thoughts, actions, feelings, and relationships with others. Adding on to that, I don't know about you, but I always scroll through my Instagram feed and snap stories while in bed doing absolutely nothing. And seeing all my friends on vacations and at parties automatically makes me feel like my life is nothing compared to theirs. Rather than keeping users focused on something positive, social media posts actually just force teens to focus on what they don't have. From social lives to appearances, these platforms promote one to change their lifestyle completely rather than being happy in their own skin. Young girls in particular struggle with this the most. They surround themselves with images of beautiful people with perfect bodies and they aspire to be just like them. However, in this process, they begin to lose all self-worth. World-renowned author Rachel Simmons actually wrote an article in Time Magazine discussing these negative impacts. She refers to social media as a toxic mirror in which one's flaws are being emphasized rather than all the amazing things about them. 
Using one's insecurities, social media apps create filters and Photoshop options to alter photos and provide a way for teens to hide their true selves from the world. I think of it as like a memorization thing. Anything that is repeated time and time again will eventually stick in your head. As teens begin focusing on their flaws, they lose sight of their self-worth, and as shown through a study at San Diego State University, there is a 71% suicide rate increase for teenagers that constantly use social media. The last point I really want to focus on is cyberbullying. I know you're probably rolling your eyes at me, like, Nisha, we've been learning about bullying since second grade. I know, I know, but I really want to re-emphasize how great of a role social media plays on this. Many teens around the world are victims of cyberbullying because online platforms create an easy way for people to post rude comments or make insulting jokes. It is so much easier to make fun of someone when you don't have to face them every single day, which is why bullying has dramatically increased in the last century. Some of the rudest and most offensive comments are made behind the safety of a screen, and social media makes it so easy to repost photos and videos, which also causes rumors to spread in a heartbeat. Because of this, teens have little to no privacy, and victims of cyberbullying begin facing severe mental health issues such as anxiety and depression. Although social media can be fun and exciting, next time you find yourself endlessly scrolling for hours on your Instagram feed, think about what else you could be doing to help better your career and your mental health. Once again, I'm Naisha Gupta, and thank you so much for listening to my podcast.